if you are navigating through something and you need to have a tough conversation with a family friend or a loved one or a boss or a business partner or anybody, there are some things that you can do and some steps that you can take to make this difficult and challenging situation a little bit less challenging. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am so excited to share this story with you today, and I'm so grateful that you are here. I want to talk today about having difficult conversations, like those conversations that you know you have to have, but you're like avoiding and they're they're challenging. They're They're tough to navigate through. They pull at your heart and you know that it's going to cause maybe some friction. Maybe it's going to mean that a relationship that you currently have is going to shift or change, or maybe it's going to call you to really stand in your power and own your worth. So this could be a conversation with a loved one, a friend. It could be a business conversation. It could be something about money, negotiating contracts, speaking your truth, maybe letting your family know that, Hey, you know what? I'm moving across the country. Just, you know, maybe as an example, (laughs) not that I'm speaking from experience or anything. Anyway, recently I did have a very difficult conversation. It was probably the hardest conversation I've ever had to have in my life, actually. And there were a couple of things that I want to share with you today that actually really helped me to navigate through it. And I, I believe that transformation growth, deep connection with people in our life. And ultimately self-respect comes from having these types of conversations. Like nothing in life comes easy. Some things come easy, but for the most part, when we're talking about growing and evolving and owning our true worth, it requires us to speak our truth and not everyone's going to receive that in the way that we hope they would. And that requires us having a challenging conversation. So funny story. I had this, I had this really, really challenging conversation that I was having a lot of resistance around having, and I had to sit in a lot of meditation and I had to really journal through it. And I had to really prepare myself and, and, and be unattached to the outcome. We're going to talk about that in a second, but really just sit in my truth And after this conversation, which went surprisingly well, three days later, I ended up with strep throat (laughs) and I don't typically get sick very often. Actually, it was such an anomaly because no one around me was sick. I wasn't around a large group of people. So it's kind of scratching my head. Like, where did I get strep throat? Now, strep throat obviously affects your throat and I couldn't speak. I had very limited bandwidth for having conversations and the spiritual awareness, the spiritually aware side of me starts going, okay, Melissa, you just spoke your truth from 
the energy center of your throat, otherwise known as the throat chakra. So this is, we have different energy systems in our body that contribute to different parts of our being. And our throat chakra is a big part of us speaking our truth and expressing ourselves. So you, you just spoke your truth in a way that was really challenging and now you're, you can't speak at all. (laughs) And so I interpreted this as my ego literally having a freak out panic attack being like, what are you doing? hold the phone. Like we didn't talk about this and shutting down my communication system. It was almost like a communication hangover. And this is actually a really valid point. I'll I'll probably do another um, podcast episode on like this hangover effect, things that happen the way our body like physically manifests hangovers when we speak our truth or we take messy action or we do scary things. Oftentimes when we're stepping so far out of our comfort zone, our bodies freak out and we actually get sick or we have a reaction or we get a hangover effect. And so I was like out for the count for a few days from speaking my truth, but it was further confirmation to me that that was much needed. And I'm grateful that I was able to navigate through it. So I want to share with you today, some things that if you are navigating through something and you need to have a tough conversation with a family friend or a loved one or a boss or a business partner or anybody, there are some things that you can do um, and some steps that you can take to make this difficult and challenging situation a little bit less challenging. And I'm a person who really appreciates roadmaps and lists and step one, do this and step two, do that. Um, it really does help me to navigate through a challenging experience a little bit easier because you feel like you're not exactly flying blind. So the first component to this is, is just ask permission. It's really, really challenging when you're trying to get into a conversation with someone who isn't energetically available to have it, or maybe you've caught them a little bit off guard. Have you ever had one of those experiences where you're like getting in deep with someone and you feel like they're really not present or they're not receiving the information very well and they're getting super defensive and, or this is my favorite when you're on the phone with someone and you're talking to them about something that is a little bit painful and you can totally tell that they're not listening. They're like scrolling Instagram or like taking the trash out. They're not giving you your full their full presence. And that feels tough, especially if it's a hard conversation that you're trying to have. So asking permission to have this conversation is super important. So here's what that would look like. So maybe saying to the person, Hey, listen, I am navigating through something that's really challenging. And I would love for you to help me through this. Are you open to me sharing this with you? And can you hold space for me? That allows the person to know like, hey, this is important. Your presence is really important to me and I really want to respect your time. And that gives them the opportunity to say, yes, I'm energetically available for that and to clear their calendar or clear their distractions and be in a place where they can really give you their full presence. So not only does that honor you and the container that you're setting for the conversation and the presence that you're going to provide, but it also allows them to do the same. So you're already setting an equal playing field of, of saying what you need and what you want. So ask permission. Second is really, really get crystal clear on what it is that you want to express. And this is like life changing. (laughs) 
when it comes to having a challenging conversation, because if you're not clear on what it is that you want to express, then it's even more challenging for the person on the receiving end to actually absorb what you're saying in a way that they can understand. So when it comes to getting clear on what you want to say, everyone's process is different. What works for me is one journaling, just journaling out what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, because the more I can process it on my own and gain clarity around where I'm feeling stuck or how I want to be supported or what I need to share or the thing that's really bothering me, the more clear that you can get on that, the easier it will be for you to communicate that to the other person and the more digestible it will be for them to receive it. When you're not clear in what it is that you want or what you're upset about or the conversation that you need to have, that's when things get super convoluted and you go down rabbit holes and then you're talking about 15 different things that are totally unrelated. So maybe it's sitting in meditation for you. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's saying to another girlfriend, like, hey, I need to navigate this really difficult conversation with this person. Can I navigate it with you first so I can get clarity? Like you may need to have a conversation about a difficult conversation before you actually have it, right? Um, And the same framework would apply to that as the actual conversation itself. Um, For me, it's journaling and I'll even have an outline. Now this is super like A-type personality coming through, but I, I write down like the three or five things that I really need to get off my chest and I have it in front of me so that I don't get off topic and I can stay really, really clear and concise with my intention for the conversation. So get clear on what you want to say. Third would be share it from your own perspective and what's true for you. And this is conscious communication 101. Um, coming from a place of authenticity, coming from your own perspective and how you feel will really help guide the energetics of the conversation versus blaming, judging, criticizing, and pointing the finger at the other person. Because on the receiving end of that, it feels like you're being attacked. It feels like you're the bad guy and it feels like someone's shooting daggers at you. And this is not about diminishing how you actually feel. You might feel judgmental. You might feel really hurt. You might feel like you want to blame the other person. So don't devalue that. However, if you can share it from your perspective and say, you know, this was my experience when this happened or when you said this, this was my experience and this is how it made me feel. Or, you know, I am really struggling with you know, this particular thing, you know, I really, I really don't love waking up super early in the morning and I know that you do, and that's how you want to start your day. But when your alarm goes off at 7am and you snooze it 15 times, how it impacts me is this, this is, you know, not a real life situation, but I'm just giving an example, right? So instead of being like, dude, when you like snooze 15 times, you're a total jerk and it throws my day off. Like that's not going to be super well received versus you saying, listen, I, I understand that this is how you operate. However, it's impacting me this way. And it's, it's causing this to happen in my life. So you're sharing it from your own perspective and what's true for you and not making the other person wrong but also validating how you feel and letting them know 
that their actions impact you. When you can share things from this perspective, it takes the defense mechanism down from the other person and it really allows them to hear you and allows them to receive your point of view. Now, the next component to this is on the other end of that is you must be open to hearing the other person's point of view as well. So if, if you're asking them to hold the space for you to share how you feel, then in order for this conversation to be an actual dialogue, you must be open to receiving their perspective because they might share something with you that you're like, wow, you know what? I never even looked at it that way. And you might be contributing to the way that you're feeling that's causing them to act the way that they're causing. So, you know, we're all mirrors for each other. We all trigger each other. So be super open to hearing what the other person's perspective is. Be curious, hold the space for them and do your best to be unattached to their judgments of you or their projection or their anger. If it comes back at you, sometimes when I'm in really challenging conversations, like really hard ones, I can almost envision myself being in a bubble of white light and recognize that the reaction that this person's having is based on their own experiences and the lens that they're looking through in their life. And it's probably because what I'm saying is triggering something else that has nothing to do with me, but it's being projected at me. And so when we can put ourselves in kind of this white light bubble, um, we protect our own energy, but we also are open to holding space for this person to have their own experience and recognize that it's actually not about me, it's about them. And we can be open to hearing their perspective from a place of love and compassion, which is the next sort of point that I have to make is express gratitude and have compassion. We're all human, doing the best that we can, having a human experience and we're not perfect. Be really, really grateful that this person is in your life and that they're giving you the opportunity to move through this challenging experience because that's how we learn and grow. If nothing was ever challenging, if there was never resistance in our life and no one ever made us angry, we would never evolve. <laughs> That's part of being human. So express so much gratitude for the person being open to listen, being open to holding the space and also approach the experience with compassion. And again, recognize that they're having a human experience as well. And then lastly, be sure to ask for what you need and what you desire. Problem resolution, right? What is the solution? What is the thing that you desire? What is the thing that you need? What kind of boundary do you need to set? How do you want to be supported? What type of container do you want to create with this person? And really honor what it is that would help you move through this and express to the other person how they can help support you through that. So using the alarm clock example, um, maybe saying to them, listen, it's really important to me that I am able to sleep until nine o'clock because I don't go to bed until 2 a.m. because of my work schedule. And I recognize that your schedule is completely opposite. So what would be really helpful for me is if we could find a better solution for your alarm clock so that your needs are being met and mine are as well. So in that example, you're expressing what you need and why it's important to you and what your needs are, but you're also honoring the other person and being open to a compromise or um, finding a solution that works best for both of you. So I hope this helps you to navigate another difficult conversation, whether it's leaving your job, you know, having a difficult conversation with a loved one, um, navigating a relationship, sharing your truth, negotiating contracts, whatever it is. This is a great framework that 
will definitely be helpful for you to navigate. So let me know your thoughts, share this on social media, tag your friends, find me at the Melissa Martin on all of the social medias. And I love to hang out on Instagram. I would love your thoughts. And again, thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.